All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, here we are back at an episode of Healthy Hustle. What we wanted to talk about were today behind the scenes of what it takes to actually show up in today's world, do reels, do videos, build your business. I've been talking to a lot of brand new coaches, even a coach that has been in this business for years, both talking about this lack of confidence, this imposter syndrome, and so much wasted time of time that they could have spent instead of overthinking and that perfectionism to actually get going. So what I wanted to talk about is behind the scenes, what actually goes on with me when I do videos, how it has been coming out of burnout and kind of getting back in the saddle doing those videos, because so often what you just see is the video complete done. You think that maybe it was super easy for anyone else. And that's, I think, the whole lie that I want to call bullshit on is that we think that it's so easy for everyone else. I always thought that everyone else had it all figured out. But what I learned when I started talking to other entrepreneurs and other people, especially in the wellness space, because we're building a personal brand, is that it can feel scary. It can feel overwhelming. So in today's episode, I want to talk about really what that overwhelm was like for me, getting over it, some of the strategies that I use today to show up, and also hear from Michelle that I've asked, which she comes on a lot, guys. So just get used to her being here. <laughs> All right. So Michelle, tell me, I know that you started doing reels. Tell me a little about like, was there fear about doing that? What was kind of the mindset hacks that you used to kind of just say, I'm going to go and do it? Yeah, I think the first thing was I had this like overwhelming, like not wanting to do the tech side of it. You know, I had anticipated it to be harder than it actually was. And so it was much easier for me to stay in my comfort zone of like grab a picture and post it on social media with writing because that's what I'm good at. So I'm just going to keep doing that. And then I was like, well, I actually do have like a fun personality and I do like to have fun and it would be cool to do reels. But like, I was just like, I don't know. So then one day I was like, I'm just going to try it and see. And I was like, this is a lot easier than I thought it was. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to do it. So let me do it, you know? And then it became like fun. Now it's like, oh, okay. This is, this isn't how bad I thought it was. Like, this is an okay thing. Like I still have a lot to learn like on TikTok and like all that stuff. My daughter, I swear, is trying to teach me all these crazy <laughs> things that you can do on TikTok. 
and I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Maybe next week, <laughs> but like, but today, you know, like it, it was just kind of getting over a little bit of that fear, both tech wise. And then also, you know, just trying to, to just show up and be confident, you know, that it's okay if it's not perfect. Um, but just to keep doing it. Well, what helps you with your confidence? I mean, I think that's the big thing that we think about is we can get to that place where we push through, but I feel like some of the stuff that you talked about, like having those thoughts like, oh, this can be really, this is going to be really hard. This may be really difficult. That's all that overthinking stuff that, that pulls out our energy and takes us away from doing. So mm-hmm. what helped, or was it just simply saying, I'm going to do this? I practiced. So I think it was like, you know, the first time took me a couple of times, like a couple of tries. And then, and then I was just like, okay, I I still did it simply, you know, cause like you can do reels and they can be like extravagant, you know, with editing. (laughs) I know everyone uses InShot and I just the other day was like, should I pay for this InShot? Should I start trying it? Because I know that everyone's making these kind of reels in there, but I too have to keep it simple. If I don't keep it simple, I get overwhelmed and then, and then I don't. get a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. and then it just bleeds me dry. So I don't then have any energy to actually show up. Yeah. I, I kept it simple to start. And then, you know, so it was kind of like, okay, add some text, add some, add a voiceover. I can do this. I got this, you know? And then like yesterday I did some dancing ones that I have not posted, but <laughs> I just did them for me, you know, to kind of like, okay, let's just get used to this kind of like, this is, this is the new social media. (laughs) This is the future of social media is video, you know? And I think it's become such a key component. Like now we literally have something like TikTok, which is all video. Like you don't post pictures and captions at all. So, and it's growing rapidly. So I think if we look at that perspective, like we kind of have to go with social media a bit here and kind of step up our game a bit, you know, to be seen. Otherwise we're, our message won't get heard. People's not, they're not going to see us. They're not going to connect with us. So I kind of just looked at it. Like I have to kind of get over my stuff, you know, and just show up and do it. And as often as I want, not like, because I have to, but because I want to, cause it's funny or it's exciting, you know, or I'm, or I'm trying to drive traffic to something like that. It's, it's also a really awesome organic tool. I think that it's really important. Like if, if nobody wants to, if they're not ready yet, or they're just not doing it to like invest in ads just yet, you know, where you're paying to be seen, like, then you have to like play to be seen, you know, and actually show up on video. It's really important. So I think the mindset behind it is knowing the reality of that and then just being willing and open to just try it and test it and keep practicing. And, and honestly, like there was a couple of times it was so messed up. I thought about doing like a blooper, like a blooper, (laughs) like, this is what it's really like behind you. Like when you don't get the voiceover, right. (laughs) When someone interrupts, you know, like all those things, you know, so I think, you know, just trying to show up and push through and know that everybody feels that way. I know everyone's got to feel that way when they're doing that. And I know that we, we talk about like what stops us from having confidence. And I Mm -hmm. think if I can go, you know, and get really personal, it was like a lot of those self-worth issues that I had can't come up even still today when I'm doing business. And when I felt really burnt out like a year ago, I didn't have any energy to create content. And one of the things that I really felt was 
like social media was exhausting. And thank goodness what I did is I had so much video content that I had already that I could repurpose that, take little snippets of videos and put that onto Instagram and put that onto different social media platforms. But what I found was during that time to actually just take a little of a step back, I had to repurpose, but I had to not go live and make sure that I was conserving energy. When I think of a coach who's kind of in that overwhelmed state, I would say, and I know it goes against everything that I talk about to be visible, but I would say, take a step back and maybe not do like the, the live so much, try to focus on just short reels, try to focus on like five minute videos to be able to put on YouTube and get prepped and prepared. One of the things that really took away the anxiety when I felt that I wasn't capable of doing lives in the same way that I was doing them before was that I did them on a PowerPoint. And so I felt that having that PowerPoint and having it a little more scripted compared mm -hmm. to just going off the cuff gave me that confidence to be able to start going again. And I think that's the biggest thing is so much of what I experienced going from that burnout, taking a step back is I realized how much it screwed with my head because I would even say to you, I'm so nervous about going live. I'm so nervous about yeah. doing this. And yet I had done this consistently shown up consistently. I mean, it's 12 years I'm in this business, in this space. So I had shown up consistently for 11 years without fail on any day. Mm -hmm. And yet my mind started playing tricks on me saying, you don't know how to do this. You're not good at this. And it was, it was because, and when I think about the mindset hacks to kind of get out of that space, it was talking to other people about it was number one. Mm -hmm. Two was going into therapy. I started seeing a trauma therapist to really work on some of that stuff that was making my mind go around like, you know, a hamster in a cage. Like I just felt mm -hmm. like no matter what I was doing, I couldn't get out of that lack of self-confidence. It was getting worse. Yeah. And kind of like settle down the trigger. It was yeah. to settle down the trigger and to really look at why was this so prevalent in my life? When I think of coaches who are not making money and I think I, I really, it's like, is it your funnel? No. Maybe your niche is not clear. Maybe your messaging is not clear. That's big blooper number one. Mm -hmm. And that I would say is really common. But I think that the second one, and I can tell you, like, I can think of 20 coaches right off the top of my head who have all the education all the certifications and straight up, there's only one thing. And that's a lack of confidence that's stopping them from making money mm -hmm. because that lack of confidence doesn't just show up when we're doing social media or video or reels it shows up on a discovery call. Yeah. It shows yeah. up when we are pitching our offerings. It even shows up when it's like, should I reach out to this Facebook admin? Should I post this post? Should I do this? And all these should ups turn into just more exhaustion, more depletion, more perfectionism, more inner critic crap, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I felt that I was there. And like I said, to come out of it, thank God I had that support system. But I finally had to just say, Rachel, get over yourself mm -hmm. because that ego was getting in the way. I was like, well, maybe I'm not going to do it right. Maybe I'm not going to do that. Maybe it's this. I don't look good today. My hair isn't done. All this different stuff to kind of stop us but I realized none of that stuff affected me in the beginning. 
I was so clear on my why, so clear on who I needed to serve. And I just think I got jacked. Mm -hmm. And so I see a lot of coaches who talk, and I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs, influencers who are talking about like having that time, those quarters, those seasons where you just feel off. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest? Because we have those times where we just don't feel ourselves. What would you suggest for that coaches kind of in that off season? Yeah, I kind of allow myself to feel it for a short period of time. Like I'll feel into it and like go personally, like I'll be like, okay, we're going camping for four days. (laughs) All right. And I'll kind of unplug from, from the buzz of life. Like I won't be looking at social media, doing the comparison thing. I won't be like questioning myself. And I kind of just remember like the best parts of me, like, you know, like that self time that we don't really give ourselves, like when we're in like a regular, you know, just the regular like life. And so then I usually take that time and I also fill it with a lot of motivational, like I watch a lot of motivational videos and sermons and talks and speakers. And I just, remind myself like I I think because like we live in a society and in a world that can be very negative and it just kind of feeds us the wrong way so it's kind of like we have to diet (laughs) from that stuff and then like re-nourish our brain with the real food (laughs) you know like kind of looking at it and I think some of us aren't as I've always said to you you're such this positive person I think some of us aren't as that positive and it takes a lot more work, or maybe we've had things in our life that happened. I mean, you've shared before, you know, things that have happened in your life yeah. and we all have our stuff, mm-hmm. but I think the setup that you have for coming out of it is a really great tool. And I would say for anyone else, you know, I think sometimes we just get to a point where we have to fake it till we make it. Yeah. It, I can honestly say that it took a muscle for me to develop because for a long time, like. I was not positive <laughs> for, a, for a long time. Like I, I can honestly say there was almost an entire year of my life, probably at least nine months where I legit couldn't leave the house, like couldn't leave the house, mm-hmm. like to even go to the store around the corner. I'd be like, oh, I can't bring anxiety. Oh, so, so bad. But I think because I experienced it so early on, like in my teens, that my 20s were better off because of it, kind of like it it took a lot. I was like, I was like, I just had like a moment where it was like, I just can't live like this anymore. Like, I don't know if the rest of my life is supposed to be like this, but I can't have it like this anymore. You know, so I just hardcore dedicated. I did therapy, therapist. I did everything, every book, every, I went to school, like I went to college to learn psychology, to fix myself, (laughs) you know, like I had no choice. I felt like I had, I had to figure this thing out to show up. And so for me, it's like, but I recognize it's still a muscle that I have to continually work out because there's times where I have like weekdays and there's times that I have stronger days. And so it's just this constant like flow have to. Yeah. And it's, it's natural, you know, like it's natural. Like we're never all going to always be happy because there's also like just 
regular things in life that trigger us. There's diet that triggers us. There's all the environmental factors that trigger us. And even just a lack of vitamin D, (laughs) you know, there's, there's so many things, you know? So I think controlling what we can control is really important. And then just letting it not be perfect and just going forward, you know? I think that's the key, the key to success is not getting stuck in the perfection because that perfection Mm -hmm. leads to procrastination. And that procrastination Mm -hmm. leads to bad feelings, leads to a lack of confidence. That's why I've been saying the only remedy for getting over fear is just doing it. And it's like Mm -hmm. just prepping and practicing. I know for this video series that I'm working on, it was like I took some days to just practice, to just go through the PowerPoints, to visualize myself doing it, to push through the fear. And a lot of those were like, times that I am exercising, times that I'm taking walks, times that I'm just sitting, being to visualize like the doing part of it and not get stuck in that overthinking fear of like, is it going to be wrong? Is it going to be bad? Am I going to sound stupid? All those like things that kind of come up when we are playing bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's the, yeah, it's so important to just keep going through the fear and keep doing it. And the fear gets less. And it's like, it's like exposure therapy. <laughs> you have to really expose yourself to it. You have to f- allow yourself to feel the fear, even, yeah. even if it's a little bit. And then each time the fear gets less, like you just develop the strength to get over the fear. It's, it's well, a tough I always, thing. I always say building your business, we have to think of our clients. If we're telling somebody to get off gluten or balance mm-hmm. their blood sugar or go on a brand new protocol, it's so scary for our clients. I can think of my clients yeah. calling and being like, okay, I'm in vitamin shop. What am I buying? You know, just that fear of <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, I'm taking a probiotic or, oh my God, I'm changing this habit. And it felt mm-hmm. really overwhelming or somebody who's getting over the addiction of, of emotional eating. It's like, we're taking yeah. baby blankets. We have to think of that in our business. We have mm-hmm. to look at this as, as you said, exercising this muscle so that we get stronger and better at doing things and it becomes more natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, you got to take care of yourself, especially if you're building this business with a nine to five, mm-hmm. you can't afford to spend energy on imposter syndrome. No. That's where a lot of coaches get stuck mm-hmm. and the ones that are successful are the ones that just push through. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. So we are going to make this just what I call shorty podcast. Wanted mm-hmm. to share behind the scenes. So if you feel like you're alone in this world of creating your business, you're not. I still, after 12 years of being in this business, have my own fears, my own imposter syndrome that shows up, my own inner critic. But if you see from the success that I've had, or you go back to my YouTube videos all the way back to like 12 years ago, you'll see that I did it scared. I did it before I was ready. I did it before I had a perfect plan. And if I didn't do it, I wouldn't have been asked to summit. I wouldn't have been asked to be on people's podcasts. I wouldn't have asked to teach for different, you know, schools and stuff of that nature. This happened because I was visible. So make sure you're getting your big girl panties on or your big guy boxers getting yourself out there and remembering that confidence is only going to be built by you doing. All right, guys, we will see you later. Michelle, thanks for being here. Bye guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.